Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode number 187, The Foundation of Happy Homes. It seems I've been noticing one particular problem that lots of people are having in their interpersonal relationships, whether it's with their husband or their children, or even just the way they talk about other people. And it is respect. Respect to me is the foundation of not just our relationships, but also the foundation of a happy home, of raising children in a home that is bright and cheerful and loving and nurturing. So let's look at respect. Respect is defined as considering someone to be worthy of high regard or esteem. In the home, respect is a foundational value that has to be lived by both parents and children for healthy relationships to develop and thrive. And it's not just a matter of being polite. Respecting someone shows that you value them as a human person, a child of God, and that you treat others the way you want to be treated. It's a virtue that is at the core of every healthy relationship. We respect the dignity, the feelings, and the needs of the people that you live with. And when we show respect to others, we teach them to respect us. So Michael and I were out for dinner with a couple of other couples. And as we were leaving the restaurant, which was kind of crowded, um, a man shoved his, it looked like about 11 or 12 year old son out of our path. And actually the son wasn't really in our way, but he just shoved him from behind. And the kid looked at him like, what are you doing to me? And honestly, it was all I could do not to go back to that man and say, what are you doing to your son? First of all, he didn't even see us coming. And second of all, what disrespect you are showing him by not asking him to move out of the way, but just bullying him and shoving him. And it made me angry and it made me sad. I've also noticed disrespect for husbands in conversations that I have with women, Um, mostly acquaintances that I know that let me know in front of their husband that he wasn't really the one that they would have chosen. Or he has all of these, you know, problems. And I thought, oh my gosh, he's sitting right there. How do you think he feels? And then I also see children disrespecting their parents. When they're out in public and a parent asks them to do something and the child will, you know, pull himself away or look at the parent and say no or just show some disdain for their mother or their father. 
It's shocking to me. And the, the parents don't do anything about it. And, you know, maybe that's because in this culture, we have this peaceful parenting model, which actually isn't this, but people have made it to be this, where a child is allowed to show their feelings no matter how disrespectful it is. That's actually not peaceful parenting. But we tend to think we just have to let them feel the way they want to feel and show it any way they want. And that's incorrect. That's a disorder of the relationships. So I want to talk about respect and how critical it is in living family life. So first, respect begins with yourself. How do you respect yourself? How do you take care of yourself? Do you take care of your needs rather than complaining your needs aren't met? Do you put your needs and the fulfillment of your needs onto all the others in your life and just expect them to fill them? Remember, taking care of your needs is your responsibility. We have to make requests if necessary with our husband or our children. We have to make sure that we take care of ourselves, body, mind, and spirit. We eat well. We exercise. We take time away. We spend time in prayer. And we communicate with thought rather than with emotions to our husband and our children. What does that mean? It means we speak to our children rather than scream at our children. It means we tell our husband what we need rather than complain to him that we're not getting what we need. So how do you take care of yourself? Because how you take care of yourself will determine your self-worth and your self-respect. How do you speak about yourself? Do you constantly put yourself down? I'm so fat. I'm stupid. I'm not good. I could never do that. Or do you lift yourself up and give yourself the benefit of the doubt that you can do what you set your mind to? Do you stand up for yourself when necessary? Another way that we take care of ourselves is by setting boundaries when needed with family members or with our children. With our children, they don't interrupt us when we're talking to someone else. They don't speak to us with disrespect. They don't say, I hate you, mom, or you're stupid, or even a no when we make a request for them to do something. It's our job to teach our children respect. And that begins with respect for us. It is not mean or wrong or bossy or any other thought you may have when you demand that your children respect you. I mean, don't forget, this is not something new. The fourth commandment is honor your mother and your father. That means respect them, honor them. And when you think of it that way, the I hate you, mom, is not appropriate. Do you say no when you want to say no to other people or when you need to say no? Or are you always the one everyone goes to when they need something because they know you'll always say yes? If you are always saying yes because you're afraid to say no, you're afraid of disappointing someone, or you're afraid that they won't like you, that's actually not respecting yourself. If people's opinion of you 
depends on you saying yes or no to a need they may have or even just a want they may have, then those opinions, those people are not loving you as you should be loved. The second way I want to talk about respect is respect with your husband. There was a survey out many years ago that indicated that if men had to choose, they would prefer to feel unloved rather than disrespected. And women would prefer to be disrespected rather than feeling unloved. Isn't that kind of shocking? But I think it explains many times why women who are abused either verbally or physically, they'll still stay in the marriage because they're okay with being disrespected, but they still feel loved. Men, on the other hand, cannot abide feeling disrespected. So obviously our goal here is to love and respect our spouse. The relationship between husband and wife must be one committed to respect. You can't really love someone truly if you don't respect them. And I mean respect even when we don't feel like it. Even when we think our spouse has done something and deserves to be disrespected. How do you speak to each other? How do you disagree? Do you fight? Or do you seek resolution to conflicts without a winner or a loser? I love that way of saying it. We didn't have an argument. We didn't have a fight. We were seeking resolution to conflicts. Even when I say it, the process sounds so much different. Seeking resolution to conflicts without a winner or a loser. Is there shouting or sarcasm or biting comments that you say just to hurt each other in a conflict? I know I've said this before, but I really do think that if I could change anything about our parenting and our home style, I would eliminate the sarcasm. Um, I think sarcasm can be funny, but I think very often it has a little more bite to it. And some children, some of my kids, um, did not appreciate the sarcasm. They just do not like it at all. And so it was, it was hurtful to them. So be aware of that sarcasm. Is there name-calling between you and your husband? Don't forget, you cannot unsay something. So when you call someone a name, they hear it in their mind over and over and over again. Or in conflicts, do you bring up past resentments? That's really disrespectful. Figure it out, settle it out, and let it go. Do you respect your husband by asking him to do things rather than getting angry that he can't read your mind? And if he doesn't do the thing you asked, do you make judgments about him? Or do you give him the benefit of the doubt? My husband is very helpful around the house, but sometimes I ask him and I need to ask him again and then I need to ask him again and then I need to remind him and there was a time in my marriage where I made it mean that he disrespected me because he didn't do what I asked him to do. I made it mean that. But really, he just forgot. <laughs> he had other things on his mind. It wasn't a priority for him. So he didn't think about it. For me, it was a priority and I wanted it done right away. So be very careful 
about the judgments that you make about your spouse's activities or inactivities? Do you consider his opinion as much as you consider your own? My dad used to always say you can't argue opinions, and it's really true. There's no right or wrong. You think one thing, I think another. I have a belief, you have a belief. We have to figure out how to compromise our opinions, our beliefs. When respect is present between our spouse and us, both parties are more willing to listen to and consider the other side's perspective. And it eliminates so much unnecessary emotion. Respect builds trust with our spouse. It nurtures intimacy. It helps us communicate effectively. And it helps us feel safe in our relationship. We can trust our husband with our fears, with our worries, concerns, with the ways that we have failed. We trust him because he respects us and won't mock us or tease us or judge us. And we need to do the same for him. Now, respect for your children. How do you speak to your children on a daily basis? How do you speak to them when you correct them? Are you impatient? Are you rude? Are you abrupt? Do you respect them by looking at them when you speak to them? Or do you just scream at them from another room? When you speak with respect to your children, you show them that they are important to you and that they have value. You and your husband need to be the source of your child's sense of value, sense of self-esteem, and sense of self-confidence. Why are children, teenagers, in such conflict and despair really nowadays? Because they go to social media to look for their value, to find their confidence and their self-esteem. And actually, they don't find it there. They find more evidence of why they aren't valued, of why they should have low self-esteem and self-confidence. Our children depend on us. When children feel valued by their parents, it increases that self-esteem and self-confidence, which in turn makes it easier for them to succeed. Succeed in school, succeed in outside activities, succeed in friendships, in life. And it also gives them a firm foundation as they grow into their adult years. So look at your children now and imagine who you want them to be in 10 years. You need to start now helping them cultivate that healthy sense of self by feeling valued and respected. Teens who feel respected and valued by their parents are more likely to make choices that correspond to their family's faith, values, and morals. When children feel they are respected by their parents, they feel loved and appreciated by their parents without having to earn it, either through good grades or perfect behavior. They just are respected because they're children of God, because they are our children. And when they are treated with respect, they treat others with respect. 
So that kid who bullies at school is the kid who's bullied by either or both of his parents at home, or maybe by a sibling at home. A respected child is a child who thrives. So I've been talking about respect in our relationship with our spouse and in our relationship with our children. But we also, and maybe, you know, it's a chicken and egg thing, a home has to have a tone of respect. So if we're doing it in the home, we're doing it in the relationships. And if we're paying attention to how we respect our relationships, it's naturally going to infuse the respect of the home. So what's the tone of your home? What would you say it is? What are the words allowed to be spoken in your home? What's the language that is used? I have a son who says bad words are just words that you think are bad. And he may be right. But to me, there is um, a respect of persons when you use higher level language, when you don't resort to using coarse or disrespectful language. I think disrespectful in the sense that society considers it to be a low form of language. So is there name calling? Are there quote bad words being used? I think all of that contributes to a a tone of disrespect in the home and sarcasm. Like I mentioned before, Be careful of the sarcasm. Do we listen to each other with patience and without criticism? Do we teach our children to listen to us with patience and to listen to their siblings with patience and without criticism? Do we nurture each other rather than tear each other down? So (laughs) I have a little story to tell. I have a three-year-old grandson who um, my daughter and her kids and husband were over at our house for um, a few hours on Sunday. And they put the kids down for naps. And uh, my daughter heard her three-year-old crying or something. And so she went up to check on him. And he thought he had passed gas in his underwear. But actually, there was more to it. (laughs) So um, she had to clean it up. And this sweet three-year-old, said to his mom, thank you for cleaning up my poopy underwear. I mean, it was so kind and it was so respectful. Why? Because his mother and his father speak to him with respect and he's picked it up. And so when we want our children to nurture us by thanking us, They learn it by us nurturing them and not tearing them down. Do we avoid judgments in our home? Are we very careful about teaching our children and our spouse and ourselves living in a way where we just don't judge? We try to practice empathy all the time, where we think about, okay, why is this person having a, a tough time today? Why might they have done something that is hurtful? Why didn't they do a chore? We teach empathy. Does everyone in the home respect personal boundaries? Are you that parent who shoves your child out of the way? Or do you grab your child's arm and pull him away? Or do you respect his personal boundaries, his body? 
Do you let the older kids kind of always be in the little kids' faces? Do you let the children just take toys from the others? Those are all opportunities to teach respect for personal boundaries. And then respect for personal items. We have personal items that belong to us. There are communal items in the home, of course, that also we have to respect the boundaries of the home, which is really respecting the parents and the boundaries they've placed on the home, okay? Not necessarily respecting the things, because respect deals with people, all right? But when we have personal items, do we teach everyone that, hey, that is theirs and we respect it? Our bedroom was off limits. It was our personal space. And the children knew that. And they had to ask to go into our bedroom. Or we gave them permission ahead of time. Could you please go up to my bedroom and get whatever? And with children, they have personal space too that needs to be respected. Sometimes a child wants to play alone. That's okay. Let them play alone. Sometimes they get a toy that they just want on their own. If it was a birthday gift, they get that toy by themselves. And then we encourage them to share, of course. But if it was given to them, it is theirs. If they're being selfish and not wanting to share, then that's a way that we teach them how to share. Our personality difference is respected. We have seven children. (laughs) Seven completely different and distinctive personalities. And truth be told, as they've grown into adults, they've had to figure out now how to get along with each other with their different adult personalities. We have to help our children respect the personalities of each individual in the home. And we too have to respect our children's different personalities. We don't parent each child the same way. We have the same overall goals and objectives and values and morals, but we interact with each child differently according to their own personality. Also be aware of bullying. Bullying among siblings in, you know, a birth order can be very obvious and also can be very quiet. And I think that there were some cases of bullying among my children that I never heard about. Um, and I would have certainly stepped in had I known, but sometimes children are a little fearful of the other ones. Um, and they were simple, really simple things, mistakes in judgment, but the younger child felt like they were being bullied. So keep open communication so that you know what's going on between siblings. And when I did see conflict between siblings, I didn't jump right in and solve the problem. In fact, I think respect for your children is to help them solve their problem. So what I would say to the the two who were in conflict is go sit on the step and talk to each other and figure out how you're going to work this out. And they would go sit on the step. After a couple of minutes, I would go over and I would say, have you worked it out? And if the older one said yes... I would turn to the other one and say, is it worked out to your satisfaction? And knowing my children, I could tell when really it wasn't. So that's when I would say, okay, you tell me your side of the story and the other person cannot interject 
or interrupt at all. And I would stop them, say, nope, not your turn. If you interrupt again, you won't even get a turn. That really kept them quiet. So I'd listen to one side and then I'd turn to the other one and say, now tell me your side of the story. And once both sides of the story were there, then I said, now how are you going to work that out? And they always did. It's a big thing, respect in the home. And us just demanding it is not respecting our children. We have to teach it. The last thing I want to talk about are the negative influences that may come into our lives with regards to respect. First of all, it's TV. Limit the TV watching, please. I'm sure there must be, I think, a good show or two here and there. But for the most part, the ones that I've seen that are very popular are all disrespectful to other characters, to the parents, to the siblings, to other people. The kids have attitudes. And I'm like, why would I want that modeled for my children as a way to behave? You don't. Limit TV. Limit excessive gaming time. When children are focused solely on their wants and needs, they forget how to respect others because they actually don't have time to learn. When they're so tied to their gaming system, they're not interacting with other people. They're not learning how to play with each other and get along with each other. And if you have teenagers, be very, very, very careful about the phone. And all the ways, I don't need to tell you all the ways, I know you know it. Look at all the ways that they are influenced by their phones and put clear boundaries on phone usage. Maybe you have outside influences of other friends of your older children who may not be good friends for your children. Now, I'm not a person who likes to hide from the world. And If my child could be a positive influence on someone else, I'm all for it. But if it's not working in that direction and rather it's working in a negative direction, then it's really critical to step in and say, okay, let's look at this kid who is a negative influence on you and that negative influence that you're bringing home to the rest of the family. Another negative influence is the lack of time together as a family. We have all these outside activities. And for those with large families, even one outside activity per child is a lot. Even more reason to be very protective of the time you have together. Be very intentional about how you spend family meals and family time together and make decisions that are good for the whole family not for the desires of one child. Because if you have a child who's involved in a whole bunch of activities and they're never home with the family or very rarely, they're losing your values, your morals, and the respect that you're trying to teach your children. And they're gaining that of those they're surrounded with. There's an old saying, you know, you become who you surround yourself with. So where are your children? Are they in your home becoming the young men and women that you really want them to become? Or are they outside the home with the influence of people you don't even know? Lastly, I'm going to bring this back to us as adults. 
who and what do we surround ourselves with? Do the people and the activities lift us up so we can bring that tone into the home? Are you on your phone? Are you out socializing a lot with other people so that you don't even have the time at home that you need with your kids? There used to be this big argument between quantity time and quality time. And actually, we need as much of both as we can possibly have. So how do we teach our children respect? It begins, first of all, with us modeling it for them. And when we model respect for our spouse and for them, we help them see that everyone is equal with regards to being respected. Their needs should be respected. Their desires should be respected. We should teach our children to share, to apologize easily, to listen during a disagreement, and to help them understand that criticizing others or talking badly about them is disrespectful. So respect yourself, respect your spouse, and together teach your children how to live with respect for all children of God. Take care. Do you have a life coach who helps you be the woman you want to be? The woman God has called you to be? Who helps you sort through your marriage or parenting difficulties and helps you create the mindset you need to embrace your vocation with joy and gratitude? If you're looking for a coach, I would be so honored to help you. Email me at Janet at findingjoyinmotherhood.com.